plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed? Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. On today's episode, we are continuing our conversation about electrolytes, or those minerals that have electrical properties, and they are super important for our cells to communicate between each other. And that is very, very important, especially for our nerve cells, our nerve system, our brain cells, our muscle cells. And guys, our heart is a muscle. Our stomach is a muscle. And so if our cells do not communicate well enough, then our heart doesn't work well enough and or really, really badly. Uh, Or in our digestive system, our stomach doesn't work that well, and we cannot absorb nutrients as well. So electrolytes are pretty important for the key systems in our body. And according to statistic, NIH statistic or National Institute of Health and other health organizations like World Health Organization um, and other health organizations, they all confirm that more than 50% of people deficient in one or all of these um, key electrolytes. So on Tuesday, we talked about potassium. Uh, yesterday, on Wednesday, we talked about magnesium. And today we are talking about calcium. Um, that for a lot of people is an issue of getting enough calcium. And you know, why do you need calcium, guys? So let's first talk about that. Calcium plays an important role in muscle contraction, transmitting messages through the nerves and the release of hormones. If people aren't getting enough calcium in their diet, the body takes calcium from the bones to ensure normal cell function, which can lead to weakened bones and other health issues down the road. So calcium is that important that If your body doesn't get it, it takes it from your bones, from your teeth, wherever your body can find that calcium, and it uses it for cell communication. Because, you know, if your cells don't communicate well, if your heart doesn't beat, if your stomach doesn't digest nutrients, then you're going to die. And that's why it's important to get your calcium. A lot of people associate calcium with dairy products, and for a lot of people, it's like the only way to get calcium, even though it is not that good for most people, even though uh, 
There are many other ways that have additional health benefits that we will talk about today, um, ways to get your calcium. So let's first talk about dairy products. Um, here is a little story for you guys. Do you know where and how your dairy products, our dairy products come to the shelves of our supermarkets where most of us are getting our dairy products from? Um, it's not it doesn't come right from the cow, like they show in some commercials, you know, somebody um, milks the cow and that kind of milk we are all getting. No, that's not how it happens in our modern world. So what happens is um, these big um, companies or farms, like these big farm operations, they get all the milk from all the cows that they have. They put it in, you know, one big container or several big containers. They mix it all together, uh, all the milk from all the cows to make the taste consistent to uh, make, make everything the same. So when you buy your milk, you know, you expect, you expect the same product uh, all the time. But then what happens when they blend all these milks from all the cows, they pasteurize it, meaning they heat it up so to kill all of the bacteria, and the temperature is really, really high. But also what happens when you heat milk up that high for that long to kill all the bacteria, you don't only kill all the bacteria, uh, you also completely change molecular structure of that milk and it denatures the proteins and all the other molecules in milk. And so for your body, it's not milk anymore. It's some liquid that your body doesn't really recognize. It doesn't really know how to deal with. It's highly processed food because of that. So that's one of the processes that happens to all of the milk you find on the shelves of the supermarket, unless you go, you know, to a person who actually milks the cow or uh, who is from that farm where they milk the cow and you get raw milk right from the cow and uh, you get this thick layer of a meal of cream on top of that milk, that kind of milk, raw milk right from uh, out of, you know, the cow that milk is different and it doesn't go through this pasteurization uh, process. But then another process that happens to our milk, it's being homogenized. Uh, the process of homogenization is, uh, it is designed to remove that thick layer of fat or, you know, to remove fat completely if it's some skimmed milk or some um, no fat milk that doesn't happen in nature at all. So, they have this process where they basically shoot the molecules of milk through this thin um, layer. I'm not sure what material they use to create this layer, but it's not important. Uh, so they spray milk through this uh, panel to break down the fat molecules uh, into suspicion, suspicion, suspension mode. So those fat molecules are evenly distributed through your milk. But that process breaks down those fat molecules and change their molecular structure or basically damages those fats. And so again, those fats are also not recognizable by your body anymore. So you get this prote these proteins that were completely denatured, 
fats that were, you know, heated and homogenized and broke, broken down. And so now this liquid, your body doesn't recognize that liquid anymore. And no matter what you do with that milk after, making it into a cheese or into yogurt, the same stuff stays. Like, it never goes back to where it was, no matter how many bacteria, uh, gut-friendly bacteria you add to that, like making yogurt or making cheeses or whatever. So guys, what you buy at a supermarket, it's not the dairy product that um, I was used to uh, when I uh, used to go and visit my grandma in village and I would drink milk from the cow, like it was raw, it was sometimes warm, sometimes cold, you know, uh, depends how fresh it was, and there was this thick layer of uh, milk fat, and it was completely whole, completely unchanged, so that kind of milk is is different. For your body, it's completely diff completely different thing from what we are getting in a supermarket right now, and so I believe that my body actually, uh, like my gut bacteria, my DNA can actually digest milk really well, but only only when that milk comes from the cow, when it's natural milk and dairy products, yogurts or cheeses, not the not that homogenized pasteurized liquid that my body cannot recognize. That doesn't work for my body and probably doesn't work for your body too. Increasing inflammation, contributing to fat gain, aging you and uh, contributing to so many other negative processes happening in your body. So that's what's wrong with dairy, guys. And that's why uh, unless your milk comes from the cow directly and it's raw and it's not changed, unless it's that, you should not be consuming any dairy. And I mean milk, and I mean cheese, and I mean goat dairy, and I mean sheep dairy, and I mean everything. Like, that kind of dairy is not the dairy that you should be consuming. That I'm 100% sure of. So, where do we get our calcium now? And it's not actually that difficult, guys. So, um, we talked a lot about certain foods through this electrolyte series, like fatty fish, for example, that is a great source of many of many minerals besides all the omega-3 fatty acids, plus the vitamins A and vitamin D, right? So fatty fish, canned sardines and canned salmon are actually great sources of calcium, guys. So for example, let's take sardines, canned sardines, uh, an average can 80 to 90 grams or somewhere around 3 ounces will give you 570 milligrams of calcium. And to give you a better idea, guys, so you need somewhere around 1,000 to uh, 1,300 milligrams of calcium per day. So one small can of sardines will give you 570 milligrams of that calcium, plus all the other electrolytes that we already talked about, like potassium, like magnesium, like phosphorus, like vitamin A, like vitamin D, D plus omega-3 fatty acids, plus a uh, healthy protein, amazing protein source. So a can of sardines, 570 milligrams of calcium. That's why I so love sardines and eat them no matter where in the world I am. Like now I'm in Valencia in Spain and I'm eating my sardines like my life depends on them because it does. <laughs> uh, so sardines, canned sardines. And then canned salmon with bones and skins, guys. That's important. You got to eat your fish with bones and skins um, because that, you know, bones in fish too are made of calcium and um, 
there are also minerals in skin so you gotta eat all of it to get these numbers so a can the same amount of um, canned salmon 80 to 90 grams or three ounces will give you 270 milligrams of calcium or somewhere around um 32 percent of your daily um allowance and usually you would double that amount right when you eat your salmon you don't just eat tiny piece and that's a good thing uh and so you're gonna get all the calcium you need if you eat your sardines you know a couple of cans of sardines and you get your magnesium you get your potassium you get your calcium some vitamin a some vitamin d you know it's it's an amazing source of source or electrolytes and omega-3 fatty acids and so many other cool things um then we're gonna move to greens we talked um through this series uh, on, about potassium, about magnesium, and now we are talking about calcium and how leafy greens, uh, different leafy greens are great sources of certain electrolytes, certain minerals. So for example, when it comes to calcium, the richest in calcium leafy greens are collard greens and kale. And one cup of those greens cooked will give you 300 milligrams of calcium. So, you know, combine your uh, cooked kale uh, or cooked collard greens with some sardines and you get almost all the uh, calcium you need. And if you eat two cans of sardines, you get all the calcium you need, plus this amazing leafy greens. So, kale and collard greens, 300 milligrams per one cup of cooked leafy greens. And then now let's move to seeds. In nuts, they are also amazing, like seeds in general, amazing sources of electrolytes and of minerals, plus the fiber, plus healthy fats. You just need to learn how to uh, eat them, cook them, store them, you know, because uh, each time you um, change your food, uh, what it has and how it's processed by your body, how available certain nutrients in those foods change, right? So, Sesame seeds. So let's take sesame seeds, the richest seed in calcium. So 60 grams or two ounces of sesame seeds will give you 400 milligrams of calcium. In order for you to eat sesame seeds and get the most calcium, you need to soak them in water for about six hours. And then you can, you remove the water and you can store them in, in the fridge. To prevent them from spoiling so this is the best way to get all the calcium from your sesame seeds or you can also crush them after that and you know tahini is also a great source of calcium so sesame seeds again two ounces 60 grams 400 milligrams of calcium that is pretty awesome guys chia seeds um, the same amount, two ounces will give you 378 milligrams of calcium and those you also gotta soak in water i my favorite way to eat chia seeds is actually soak them in coconut or almond milk and have some sort of like cereal or porridge that is totally low carb high in omega threes and omega nines um omega sixes some omega sixes in chia seeds too a lot of amino acids in chia seeds so the fiber it's an amazing seed also so again, soak them. Uh, if you want to sweeten it up, you can add some berries or maybe um, something like stevia or monk fruit. And it's like the best cereal. You can give it to your kids. You can eat it yourself. You can take it with you. So that's an amazing way to eat your chia seeds that will give you 378 milligrams of calcium per two ounces or 60 grams. 
flax seeds. I love my flax seeds. You know, you crush your flax seeds. That's the best way I found to uh, eat your flax seeds. And you can um, add grounded flax seeds that you, by the way, should get fresh and whole and then ground um, grind them yourself because the fats that are in flax seeds are fragile and they get oxidized really easily. So get them whole and then crush them or grind them uh, as you need them. So that's the best way to preserve all the goodness in flax seeds. So crush those flax seeds. You can add it to your smoothies, to your chia seed cereal. You can add it to your salads like I love to do that. You can add your crushed flax seeds while sauteing your vegetables or your meats uh, or even in your omelets. So crushed flax seeds go anywhere and they have this nutty flavor that is amazing with any savory or sweet dish. Um, 153 milligrams of calcium per two ounces. Plus, guys, it has so much fiber. Like if you are low on fiber, Crushed flax seeds is your thing. Almost all the carbs in flax seeds are fiber. So really fiber rich and amazing for your gut health. And the last but not least, almonds. Guys, soak your almonds to absorb more of calcium and nutrients in almonds. So soak them for about 10 to 12 hours. Usually the bigger the nut, the more you need to soak them. So almonds. Two ounces, 60 grams, will give you 161 milligrams of calcium. Um, that's an amazing uh, source of other minerals too, uh, and nutrients uh, and great source of fiber too. So almonds, you know, they're great uh, all around. They also promote satiety and help you to be hungry less and also help you to absorb less nutrition from the foods you eat, if uh, weight loss is an issue for you or something you're working on, then almonds, um, you know, almond is your nut. But anyhow, it also gives you um, calcium. So to sum this up, guys, first and foremost, dairy products, the, the ones that you buy in a supermarket, they're not good for you. Homogenation, pasteurization, and all the other, you know, processes, that is a foreign for your body liquid, and everything that is made from that liquid, like, liquid, like cheese, like yogurt, they are also they'll also increase inflammation and also not good for you no matter how many gut-friendly bacteria you add after that whole process uh, with changing, altering our milk, right? So dairy products, stay away from them unless, you know, you're on the farm and you get your milk fresh right uh, out of the cow. So uh, dairy products. And then where to get your calcium now? Sardines, a can of sardines, 570 milligrams of calcium. So a couple of cans of sardines, you know, and you're done. Salmon has also a lot of calcium. Collard greens and kale have substantial amount of calcium. And then your seeds, sesame as the richest one, then chia seeds, then flax seeds and almonds are kind of the same. So uh, sesame and chia seeds are the best sources of calcium, but don't forget to soak them to get all this calcium absorbed. That's it for today, guys. So calcium is pretty easy, especially if you, you are someone like me who loves their fatty fish. So eat your sardines and you get so much goodness for such a little price and uh, so many nutrients per bite of food. Uh, so eat your sardines, eat your salmon with bones and skins, eat your leafy greens, collard greens and kale, specifically great for calcium. And then your seeds and nuts, amazing sources of all sorts of minerals for calcium. You're going to get your sesames, your chia seeds, flax seeds, almonds. So food is amazing, guys, and calcium is, e is 
easier than you think and uh, stay away from conventional dairy. So that's it for today, guys. Today I'm going in Valencia to this event, Inspire the Future of Food. Uh, there We're going to be talking about how we need to change our food system and how it's best to deliver this message of uh, necessity of changing our food system. So it's going to be an amazing event. Stay tuned on my Instagram. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited about that. It will, and we'll share what, what will happen there when it happens. So stay tuned and eat your calcium. So thank you for staying tuned. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily and eat your calcium.